going on, youth pastors? Paul Turner here from thediscipleproject.net and your host of the Youth Ministry Emotion Podcast, the podcast that wants to keep you motivated and your youth ministry moving forward. So glad you're here today, wherever you're listening from and whatever time of day it may be. I hope that you're having a good day. And uh, if you hear any background noise like thunder, lightning, that's not sound effects. It's actually thundering and lightning where I am. And so it literally can be felt throughout the house. So if you hear something like that, I'm not trying to be dramatic. I'm, I'm just you know, in a place where you might be able to hear that. But if you're a guest today, uh, thank you so much for being here and checking out the program. I appreciate your attention. And if you're a regular, as always, I appreciate you being here as well. If you're listening to this tonight, I want to wish you a very happy Easter. I hope you had a good Easter weekend and a great service in your church. And if you're listening to this in the future, I want to wish you a very happy Easter as well. Well, because, you know, every day is Easter and every day is Christmas as far as I'm concerned. It's a celebration. There are two things combined. You know, you celebrate the birth and the death every day. We carry it around in us. And so uh, I hope that you're having a happy Easter no matter what day it is. And I don't know what to make of today's episode. I don't know whether it's confessional or observational. Uh, Maybe it's just me in the moment of looking uh, at the youth ministry I'm currently involved with. And I love this youth ministry. Um, But we're going to talk about the weight of pastoring a small youth ministry. And for those that are running a small youth ministry right now, you're overseeing that. Uh, uh, this will be of interest to you maybe because I think we'll we'll commiserate together maybe. Uh, but I know that you will enjoy it because uh, it's just coming from my heart and, uh, and, you know, kind of where I'm at at the moment. But before we jump into all that, I want to remind you that this coming Tuesday is the first My Monthly Mentor. So if you're looking for an opportunity to get together for an hour with with other youth pastors of different backgrounds, different churches, so forth, uh, and you say, look, I would love to just hang out for an hour, Paul, and be a part of a group where we can talk, we can share, we can get tips, we can encourage one another, then this is going to be for you. The session will start this Tuesday at 11 a.m. Central Standard Time. So if you're interested in being a part, I'll leave a link in the description. You can go ahead and kick the tires on this. You get your first month free if you purchase multiple months. You go ahead and get this for free for the first month and say, hey, is this the kind of thing I want to be a part of? And I think you will be. I think it'll be something that you will enjoy and something you will look forward to on a monthly basis to say, I'm going to get together with my people and we're going to talk, we're going to share, we're going to pray together, uh, we're going to work through a process. In fact, there's a little journal that you have where we're going to go over kind of the same five or six questions together. And you can kind of keep a running uh, total, if you will, of kind of where you're at, kind of where you start, where you finish, maybe that kind of thing. And it becomes a little more introspective and, uh, and your sessions will add up and you'll be able to see, wow, I'm kind of making progress. And, you know, the the question this month is a different answer for, you know, the question I got last month. So, you know, I think it's going to be a fun time and I hope you'll be able to join me. So go ahead and check out the link down in the show notes. I look forward to seeing you. So I left youth group the other night and I was tired and it wasn't like a normal tired, like, yeah, I'm tired because I'm old, but I'm tired uh, for a different reason. I was like, you know, I just kind of felt the whole weight of the situation. Maybe you're, you're vibing with me there. You kind of get done with your night. And even though you had a good night, you still felt like 
you know, you're carrying this, this, this burden of, and I mean burden in the best possible way. I, I don't mean that as a negative. I mean that as, hey, listen, I'm, I'm, you know, shouldering this and trying to balance my expectations and, uh, and, you know, you want it to be successful. Uh, and, you know, that's, you know, that's kind of maybe the confessional part of this where I kind of share kind of where I'm at. Cause I want to share, I was thinking about this as a small, small group youth pastor, uh, again, and I've I've been a youth pastor at several small youth groups, and I've you know managed by the grace of God to be able to grow those youth ministries, uh, and see them you know flourish, and uh, maybe I don't know maybe this this just feels like an extra challenge in this one. I don't know. Maybe that's what I felt. But if I were to give you the weights that I felt, not only for this youth ministry, for other youth ministries that I've started at, where where the group was anywhere between five and ten students. And the first weight that I, I feel is the weight of loss. You know, bearing the weight of a large youth ministry is certainly a heavy responsibility. And, and I may share some of the weights that I felt in those scenarios in a future episode. Uh, but all the, the, you know, all youth ministry is a heavy responsibility. But if you lose five kids from an 80 person youth ministry, you have enough momentum to gain five back. If you lose five kids from a 15 person youth ministry, it's far more devastating on the group and the psyche of the youth pastor, my psyche, me, <laughs> I don't know about your psyche, my psyche at losing those five kids than, you know, losing five kids from an 80 uh, person youth ministry. So, you know, I feel that weight and it's like if you've, uh, and I feel the weight of any kid that's not there in a small youth ministry, I feel the weight of, of a student not being there. Uh, for various reasons, because, you know, if a student's not there, it changes, you know, things that it misses the energy. It misses some of those things. But yeah, I, I you know, uh, I bear the weight of that and just saying, okay, you know, tonight might be a little bit, um, a little bit different, which then leads me to kind of the weight of adjustable programming, right? A, a small group youth pastor uh, in that you bear the weight of, of building an adjustable weekly program. You just have to, because you don't know who's going to show up. You don't know who's going to be there. I mean, yes, you have your stalwarts, right? But you don't have, uh, you know, an abundance maybe of, of commitment where everybody makes it every week. And so I always have numbers on my mind, not for prideful reasons, but for utility reasons. Will I be able to run plan A, what I have planned, or do I need to run plan B? And if you have, you know, uh, a guys versus girls night and three boys and one girl shows up, well, that's plan B. If you have a small group time and you have one middle schooler and three high school students, well, that's plan B. You know, sometimes you have to cancel events because it's cost prohibitive. You need X number of students to make the money work out to where students can afford it. And having X number of students does not preclude God from showing up. If you, I believe the scripture says if two or more are gathered. So if it's just me and one student shows up, well, God is there. And of course, I, I think we know that God's there no matter what. But listen, God shows up no matter how many students show up. The number of students only affects the programming aspect. And I think the third weight that I felt was the weight of leadership. You know, I was just exhausted. You know, I felt like uh, I'm just putting a lot of energy in and I'm a proponent of students doing the ministry, but we're just not there yet, which means things fall to me like leading games or providing snacks. Uh, this is more mentally taxing than physically taxing. Weekly plate spinning is exhausting. Small youth groups do not need multiple volunteers. So if my wife and I are there, that's enough. I don't have the luxury of saying, I don't want to do that. I'm going to give that to somebody else. If I want to do it, 
I have to do it. And with the weight of leadership comes the weight of blame. Uh, the weight of blame really, should, I mean, look, the weight of blame should be on every youth leader, regardless of size. If things are not going well, I blame myself and rightly so, no matter what size your youth ministry is, right? The blame is upon you, regardless. You have to take that as the leader. And, uh, and I'm the leader, so I take it. But, you know, without other volunteers, the small group youth pastor bears this weight alone praise alone and offer oftentimes suffers alone. And so, you know, once again, that's not what was me. That's simply the reality that I, you know, go through because if I, if I'm feeling like the youth group is not feeling it, right, the vibe's not there and you got a bunch of kids who are, you know, church kids or, or, you know, or you have a guest that night and, you know, half your kids don't show up and, you know, you kind of get that, you know, this thing is lame or, you know, vibe that's coming from maybe the new, the new guest or even from the people that are there, they go, oh, this is lame. And, you know, you just bear the weight of the blame that you feel because you can't make it, you know, as exciting, right? You can't make it as vibrant as, you know, you've done in the past, maybe with another youth group or, you know, or, you know, in some cases, the youth group down the street or whatever it may be, you know, but that leads me to the fifth and final weight. And that is the weight of enthusiasm and having a small youth group means, you know, there's not a lot of hype. It's, it's, you can't, you know, it's just ridiculous to try to hype up, you know, when you got five or six kids in the room, you know, uh, you know, small youth groups don't jump. You know, they don't, they don't shout or cheer, uh, let alone sing during the worship time. As the pastor of a small youth ministry, you know, I bear the weight of being the happiest, uh, hypest person in the room. I have to be at my best, even if, especially if uh, no one else is. If the youth pastor isn't excited about being there, then why should anyone else be? And uh, I'm not sharing this because I have some miraculous answer for this problem, nor am I bemoaning my lot. I'm blessed to lead this band of incredible students, and I look forward to seeing what God will do. And the good news for all of us who bear the weight is that God helps us bear the weight. You know, the answer to all of these problems that I just, all these weights that we feel is, listen, more, more students equals more staff equals weight distribution, right? The more people that you have, it's simply, you know, math in that sense. You know, you're, you're, you're redistributing the weight of, of the issues that you have or the things that you have to do on your own. And listen, I'm doing my best to find the joy in small. I'm very type A. I'm very much get it done now. I'm very much, you know, let's get this thing on the road and, and, and move forward and just blow up and, and all this. And, you know, in the process, you know, maybe God's just teaching me something now. And maybe that's maybe that's why I'm doing this episode. It's maybe more of a self-clarification of saying, listen, you know, Paul, that you have to slow yourself down. Um, and I'm enjoying, listen, I'm enjoying hanging out and inside jokes with the students and deeper relationships and watching students develop. You know, they're all small joys I experience every week. And I take note of them. I, I don't uh, I don't take any of them for granted. The small youth group is a weight I gladly Bear. To bear the burden in bitterness is to devalue the commitment of the four to six students who come every week. And my calling is to minister to the youth who do show up, regardless of the size or how many or whatever it is. And the danger in desiring to grow, at least on my part, is looking past the students I have to the students I want. And that's not fair to the students who show up regularly. 
I have to keep my eyes on the students God has put in my path. So let me wrap up with a story that I found. And it says a young man was at the end of his rope and seeing no way out, he dropped to his knees in prayer and says, Lord, I can't go on, he said. I have too heavy a cross to bear. And the Lord replied, my son, if you cannot bear its weight, just place your cross inside this room. Then open that other door and pick out any other cross you wish. And the man was filled with relief and said, thank you, Lord. And he did as he was told. Upon entering the other room, he saw many crosses, some so large the tops were not visible. And then he spotted a tiny cross leaning against a far wall. He said, I'd like that one, Lord. And the Lord replied, my son, that is the cross you just brought in. When life's problems seem overwhelming, it helps to look around and see what other people are coping with. You may consider yourself far more fortunate than you imagined. If you're pastoring a small youth group, hats off to you. Enjoy it, because the only difference between a small youth group and a big youth group is a different set of weights. And that is it for this episode. I hope that you enjoyed it. If you did, I would love to hear from you. My number is 205-260-7229. If you're a small group youth pastor like myself and you want to connect, well, then I would love to hear from you. Go ahead and shoot me a text and say, hey, Paul, this is totally me. Thank you for the episode. Thank you for uh, helping me, you know, work through some things or at least be honest about some things or thank you for sharing your story. Would love to hear from you. You can hit me up there. And it's real easy to look down on yourself because you have a small youth ministry because you feel like you don't have the resources or the time or the church doesn't have the budget or whatever it is and 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 just you know compounds into this belief that somehow you're not a good youth pastor let me tell you something you're a good youth pastor Uh, you're doing a good job you're doing the best job you know how to do so don't beat yourself up don't put yourself down Find joy in the small, find joy in those students that are showing up and just, you know, find contentment. I I find that's, you know, maybe what I'm trying to do is find contentment and saying, you know what, for now, these five or six or seven students that may show up, uh, they are my mission, they are my heart, and I'm going to do my best every week to love and minister to them. And that's really all you can do. So don't beat yourself up uh, as I sometimes do and uh, say that, you know, uh, I'm just not enough. Or uh, if I was good enough, I'd I'd make this group grow. And that's just arrogance, uh, especially on my part, uh, to say that it's all up to me when it's really all up to God. So that's it for today, guys. I appreciate you guys so much for listening, being a part today. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button. And if you would like to uh, leave a review, I'll put a link down in the show notes as well. You can leave uh, five stars and a review, and then I'd be happy to read your review on air. So that's it for today, guys. Appreciate your attention, and I'll catch you guys in the next episode.